Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Farm Assist, your health and wealth guide. My name is Heavily. If this is your first time joining my network, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. If you've been listening to my recordings for a while, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you joining me on this journey. So today, Havali will be educating persons on a topic that is of monumental concern. Now, this topic is insomnia. And I thought I'd speak on insomnia because I myself have been experiencing what I am considering insomnia and um, I know many persons who are having that issue but last night I was watching um, this documentary on the television where in Canada it is even more prevalent than before to the point where they're thinking of putting a particular drug that has been sold over the counter for many years on prescription list and that drug is available in the UK on prescription. The drug is actually melatonin and melatonin is the hormone which um, regulates our sleep. It detects when there is darkness or when there is light. With all that said, I am just here to provide you with health information to inform you so that you can make the best decision for your health. As my health coach friend Sherianne says, you are the CEO of your health. And I'm here to empower you to take responsibility for your own health. So insomnia, as we all know, is the inability to sleep. And um, it's a sleep disorder that is more prevalent than we actually think. It's defined as having difficulty with sleep. And it could be difficulty initiating or starting sleep. It could be difficulty maintaining sleep. It could be difficulty... Reinitiating sleep upon awakening, you know, throughout the night. And just before I go ahead, I just want to let you know that I'm going to be explaining to you some concepts surrounding insomnia. And then for my next podcast, I will go into further details um, on some of the lifestyle changes that we can make, some of the little habits that we can tweak to help control insomnia. It is something that is doable in terms of having it um, treated. It is preventable if we take uh, small actions based on what we're doing right now. Um, yeah. So I digressed. So insomnia is an hyperarousal disorder. And I said hyperarousal meaning the person may be constantly stimulated within their environment and this make it challenging for them to disengage from whatever it is that is causing the stimulus or the stimuli. And they therefore have a decreased likelihood of falling asleep. And a typical example would be having a television in your room. Um, you're watching TV in bed or you, you take your phone out and you pop onto YouTube. You're watching a YouTube video by... Um, on your phone screen and before you know it you've been watching that video for an hour or you go on to TikTok or Instagram Reels non-stop non-stop stimulus constant stimulation and before you know it the night is over a new day has started it could be 5 6 a.m it could be 7 for all we know and it's so easy 
to lose that very important component of the day of our 24 hour cycle which is our sleep um, so try to bear that in mind and um, who are the people who are more affected by insomnia well partly everybody is affected by insomnia at some point or another there are some people who are very disciplined with their sleep kudos um, that is very important but we have found that women are more likely to have challenges falling asleep than men i don't know if it's because of how we're wired biologically i don't know for sure um those persons who are elderly especially those with health related issues those persons with comorbidities or psychiatric or medical illnesses um, certain medication as well can interfere with your ability to sleep and one of the common culprits here would be um, corticosteroids like for example prednisone prednisone is a very common drug a lot of persons know prednisone and um, that is the reason of course you're told to take your prednisones in the morning um, some persons while they're going through emotional states for example the loss of a loved one having work-related stress having family-related stress these things can perpetuate and it can interfere with our sleep but from a clinical standpoint insomnia really can only be diagnosed if the person's having difficulty sleeping more than three nights per week and it has to persist for more than three months but of course we don't wait for the doctor to diagnose or the psychiatrist or whoever or the pharmacist we just self-diagnose and so a lot of persons opt to take medications over the counter or they'll seek advice and some of the implications of not having proper sleep um, and experiencing insomnia in particular is that it leads to you know more frequent use of healthcare services which can be a burden on the health system of course and more days spent in bed because of course if you lose your night's sleep the following day you will want to play catch up on your sleep and that can actually lead to a loss in productivity another implication of insomnia would be for example increased risk of having a traffic accident or a workplace accident um, and this is because and we can appreciate that reduced sleep leads to reduced mental focus, right? Now, did you know that each day, each 24 hours, we get a finite amount of mental bandwidth? Yes, we do. It is finite, meaning at some point you can exhaust it or bandwidth can be exhausted. And of course, someone will say, well, can our bandwidth not be stretched? Of course, you have persons like doctors performing surgery for 24, 48 hours. They have stretched their bandwidth. And I'll say surely our bandwidth can be stretched. But for how long? Let's think about it from a practical perspective. Think about an elastic band. If you constantly stretch that elastic band, of course, you stretch it it's released, it's going to recoil. But over a period of time, this is gonna wear really thin to the point where it eventually snaps. And that's basically what happens with insomnia. 
with my apologies your bandwidth your mental bandwidth for the day you'll stretch it you'll stretch it but at some point it's gonna snap and we don't want to get to that point so um, in my next episode of this podcast I'm really gonna explain to you what are some of the daily habits that you can implement to ensure that you are not a victim of insomnia what are some of the things you can do not just your habits but things you can do little things little hacks little tips little tricks things you can implement things that you probably will, are not even thinking about but it's something you can incorporate in your day-to-day activity that will help you and um yeah that's what i wanted to share that what that's what was laid on my heart to share today and i've seen it over the years having been a healthcare provider having practicing having practicing pharmacy for the past 7 years i've seen it and i've seen the prescriptions for a lot of drugs to help people to sleep and i'm saying if we could only some of those are necessary for sure but sometimes it's not necessary if we could only modify our behaviors if we could only take responsibility for ourselves and our actions if we could only make these tiny changes then we would be in a in a position of power to take control and to take responsibility for our health right so next week i will share more on insomnia tune in joining if you so desire you can share this with someone who might benefit or tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and i will talk to you all very soon have yourself a blessed day thank you for listening goodbye